From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson. What's up, dudes? Oh, God, every time I'm here, I get pumped, verklempt, for toots, any word you can think of. Because, I, first of all, I love doing this podcast. It's fun for me. But doing it with the great producer... CEO of Pod 617, David Yaz. Promised I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> Thank you. Very kind. By the uh, way, w- those guys that did the WhatsApp commercial for what was that, Bud Light? Yeah. So, uh, where are they now? I haven't heard from them. Right. You're, do they you, have their own podcast? They, I don't think so. Right. So I don't fuck think so. those a-holes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Anyways, um, this week, we're going to get down and dirty with some movie talk. As you know. If you've been listening, I'm a big movie fan. One of the few people on earth who can go toe-to-toe with me is my point counterpoint, Mr. David Yaz here in studio. Eddie, I'm going to talk about (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to talk about something which is, I think, a very interesting topic, which is movie sequels. Very rarely are sequels better than the original. Right? And this was a Mm -hmm. recent conversation I had with someone at a conference. Four out of five times the sequels. Right. But it guarantee- does happen. That's I would agree yeah, as well. It, it I can't definitely wait to hear does this happen. List. Yep. Um, so I thought, what an interesting topic to discuss. And then you know I love lists. So here we are again with a list and inspired by a recent showing of Jurassic World on TV. Have you seen that movie? Is that the one? How many Chris Pratt ones are there? Because I, I don't know. Um, is that so the it's second the, Chris sorry, Pratt yes, one or the it's first? The second Chris Pratt one, if I'm not mistaken. I don't That's know why the one I, I'm talking about. I don't know why. Yes. Fallen I, Kingdom. I knew, I knew that wasn't right. going to clear it up yes. for me. I, I've probably seen. Yeah, the Chris Pratt ones to me are just like they're fine. They're right good. Yeah. now, look, it was it enjoyable. Yeah, but because of dinosaurs, not because it's a great fucking movie. Right now, may I guess that Jurassic World is not going to show up on this list? No. Okay. No. 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 Yeah. No. The pro- the problem with that is the, the certain um, franchises. To the first, you're never to me. You're never gonna get. You can make a good movie. You're never yep. gonna get the magic of that first movie. Strangely, I think the original movie is underrated. It, I thought it did everything perfectly. I mean, it just kind of think of that scene with Sam Neill and Laura Dern when they first see the oh, dinosaur. Yeah, that's the way it the would John really John Williams happen. score building. Yeah. yeah, and that's the way it would happen in real life. Yes. That's that, it's fascinating, and it nailed it. And the Jeff Goldblum kind of being the voice of reason, and I just love that line when he says, you, you got so obsessed with figuring out whether you could do this, you never thought about whether you should. So awesome. Ian yeah, Malcolm but and then you movie. just you could predict that they were going to come out with ten more that all just right. it's like here's here are more dinosaurs go up, go to the movies mm. yes yeah. you know but again Sorry, you know there's an example that just <laughs> yep. got me thinking so these are in my mind the top ten sequels of all time with right. a little twist at the end where I say is it better than the original with Ooh. a yes or no answer and I'd like for you to chime in if you agree with my verdict on these would love to okay at number ten hold on yeah I want to give. The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Okay. Okay. I absolutely loved all three Lord of the Rings series movies. I did. Mm -hmm. Having read the books growing up, I also watched the very underrated animated movie. Do you remember from the 80s of that? I do not. Oh, it's so worth watching. They sing the song, where there's a whip, there's a way. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. I had really high hopes for these, for, for Peter Jackson, first of all, who's a magnificent director's take on these books, and he delivered. The first one, The Fellowship of the Ring, was great. But really, if let's be honest, 
there's big segments of it where it drags, mm-hmm. like in the Shire. Like, how fucking long do we have to spend with these fucking hobbits in the goddamn Shire? Too right? long, yeah. Too long. Too long, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, the Shire was like 45 minutes, like total yawn city when you mm-hmm. think about it. Uh, but the movie was great, but the sequel, The Two Towers, really starts to get us into the meat of all the action and more importantly gave us Gollum. Mm-hmm. Right, we got hints of Gollum, but Gollum is why people like. If you think about the one character that sticks out to people from those movies, it's he's Gollum. the most memorable. Yeah. Right, Andy Serkis. Yep, his presence ups the action, qu- and the action quotient gets upped. You know, it's it really makes it a better movie than The Fellowship. I just you, the, you got the score, yeah, a little bit of yeah. the score. This was the opening scene, right? Right, yeah. yeah. You just get a little flavor there. Yeah, I mean, first of all, did you like the Lord of the Rings movies? <laughs> or they're too nerdy I'm for you. I'm about to be fired yeah. as a producer. I never got into them. I, not that I didn't like them. I Did you see I, them? <gasps> I'll see myself out. Oh, my God. <laughs> never seen one. Dork pass revoked. I, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Come on. I've seen st- <laughs> I just would go back and watch the Star Wars movies instead. Uh, I sorry. I know. It's a hole in my game, Ed. What can I it's tell It's a big hole. All right. All right. Big hole and not a good big hole. <laughs> <laughs> different, different podcast. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you won't be able to answer this, but my verdict is: is it is better than the original? Better than the original? Yes. Right. Yes. Did it, in in terms of the the hardcore fans, would they agree with you? Or is I would think a, they would. They would. Okay. Um, again, Fellowship is. Peter Jackson notoriously made these movies long. He wanted to really honor the the token books, right? Um, and so he put a lot of shit in there to appease the fanboys and fangirls. By doing that. He lost a little bit of the entertainment factor in the first one. Again, do we really need to see the Hobbit party with the fireworks and Sam with the girl and all of that? I mean, come on. Let's get fucking to it. Since I haven't seen it for a minute there, I thought you were just punking me, saying, like, did we really need the scene where the Hobbits, uh, <laughs> you know, had a car wash to raise money and then, you know, they sang a, a song about, um, you know. Um, <laughs> right. And Frodo started rocking on the drums. <laughs> no. Unicorn. Right. Sorry. Um, yeah. No, but there is one fun thing about that that Shire scene, though, is that um, Gandalf, uh, played by the great Ian McKellen, mm-hmm. smokes dope. And in the books, he did. Gandalf was smoking his pipe all the time of I his see. funny herbs. Right. And, and they show that in there. So that was cool, seeing him get stupid high and, <laughs> you know, having fun with the hobbits. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but other than that. Well, the prim and proper Sir Ian McKellen. Right. So Two Towers was the better sequel. Now, Return of the King mm-hmm. is the best of the three. But we're talking sequels, not, All right. not trilogies. Okay. Ed has spoken. Yep. That's number 10. Moving on. Yep. Moving number on. nine, Spider-Man 2. Ooh. Spider-Man 2. Now, was there only one movie called Spider-Man 2? There is. Oh, no Tom 2. Holland, which are great, but mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2, in my mind, is the best Spider-Man movie that's ever been made. And I stand by that. This one was definitely better than the original Spider-Man. No origin story that we already knew. Same like, how many times can we see Superman, you know, come to Earth or Batman's parents being fucking killed? Mm. Enough with the goddamn origin stories. Um, (laughs) But this gets the best villain in all of Spider-Man movie history. Now, not comic book history, movie history. Is this Doc Ock? This is is Doc Ock, yes. Doc Ock. And unlike most of the villains, he's not really an evil guy. Mm-hmm. His whole backstory is he was he loved and he was doing this to further science. Yeah, his scientist experiment gone awry. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's driven by that tragedy, ambition, and Alfred Molina. Underrated, underrated actor. Underrated by the actor. Way, shows up in a lot of things. All yeah. right. 
Now, what are you going to say? But this is my favorite Alfred Molina. What do you think, knowing me, Dave, would be my second favorite Alfred Molina performance? Mm. Boogie Nights. Correct. Hey. Correct. Check out the Brandon Dave. And yeah. he's in that movie for yep. maybe 10 minutes. But it's one of the most memorable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he plays the the weird, like, uh, Coke dealing qu- guy. Yeah. Low, low level gangster in a bathrobe and underwear for some reason. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think Tobey Maguire is an excellent Spider-Man. People you want to yeah. take a look at the... Uh, Definitely. Let's go. First Doc Ock scene, so... He's getting the device being put into his neck. This is before he goes rogue. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah, the whole... Should have picked, picked a scene with some dialogue. But right. So, yeah, he's he's got this contraption that is f- fused to his back, and he can use all these metallic uh, talons and arms to... It's supposed to be what? Just to create a superhuman guy. To handle the material. No. Oh, to handle just... a material that can't be touched by humans. Oh. That... Even more noble. These smart yeah. arms are controlled by my brain through a neural link. Nanowires feed directly into my cerebellum, allowing me to use these arms to control fusion reaction in an environment no human hand could enter. Doctor, if the artificial intelligence... The, um, the special effects in this were great. Tremendous. Yeah. Yep. And by the way, this is Sam Raimi, who will be making another appearance on this list as the director. Wow. I guess yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Sam I mean, Raimi. He didn't he used to do horror, horror movies? Sam don't Raimi? don't yeah. steal the thunder. All it's right. coming. Okay. It's All right. right. But there's no emo Spider-Man like in Spider-Man 3 when mm-hmm. Venom takes into his body and Peter Parker starts wearing his hair differently and all of a sudden he's fucking emo. Um, no 500 villains like in Spider-Man 3 either. Mm. And it's one great nemesis, a great story, epic action. Remember the train fight sequence? Yeah. On yep. this movie? Tremendous. Yeah, yeah when um, Spidey is like pushed to his very limits. Yes. You know why I like that scene? Because it answered a question. Cause, and and you'll, you're a good person to ask. You know, I hate when they just break fucking rules and it's like well if you can, if you can do that you can do anything a lot of people were pissed in game of thrones and Jon snow came back to life it's like Correct. you never told us yeah. someone could be resurrected and maybe they did who knows but with spider-man it was like well he's super strong but how strong how right. exactly strong he's Correct. not he's not he's in, not superman he's strong. not <laughs> we'll right. see there you yeah. go and and that, that yeah, and that, that leads to all kinds of fun kid arguments, like could Mighty Mouse beat up Superman? Correct. You know, but, and so but <laughs> you don't this, want to open this box with me, right, Dave. <laughs> but this actually answered it. Like, can he stop a a speeding train? And he kind of can, kind of, but did. it wasn't easy. But it was with webs too. Right, right, right. right. It wasn't his own muscle. Yep. Um, but you know what else was cool about that? Do you remember how he was basically exhausted and beaten after yeah. that? And the people stick up for him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they carry him out like Jesus. And like also, cross, his, yeah. and, and his identity was Correct. compromised. And they're like, we won't tell. Right. Right. It was so cool. That Such was a, a cool scene. movie. Yep. All right. Better than the original. Um, <laughs> I really liked um, Willem Dafoe yeah, as, great as uh, what was the name of that villain? As the Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Yes. But I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll say yes, because I, I mean, I haven't seen either of them recently. But I would say yes. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep. Definitely yes. Yep. Okay. Moving on to number eight. This is considered probably one of those movies that I think a lot of people are going to agree with me. Aliens. Oh, yeah. Right. Easy one. Alien was a horror masterpiece. There's no question. A movie about as much as a monster, though, it is about claustrophobia and the scariness of space. Mm. Aliens, though, ups the ante like 10,000 times, but without sacrificing story and performances. This is James Cameron. People forget that. Yeah. 
And this is before Titanic, James Cameron, when Total Recall, James Cameron, awesome James Cameron. Any movie with Michael Bean, though, is usually pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Very underrated 80s actor, Michael Bean. Um, but throw in a young Bill Paxton. People forget he was in this. Rest in peace. Sigourney Weaver playing Ripley is like all of a sudden this fucking badass. Mm-hmm. And you have some really great performances to match a really scary premise. This time there's not one alien to deal with, mm-hmm. but literally hundreds. The action is nonstop. The tension always high. And the ending scene, Dave, the ending scene. I don't remember it. Oh, yes, but... you do. Get your hands off her, you uh, yeah. bitch. Yes. <laughs> it's it one of the truly it. great chills yep. moments in movies. This is technically the the title theme to Aliens, although it's just kind of scary sounds. Right. <laughs> but people, like, this is a fucking movie where, again, Bill Paxton with one of the great lines of this movie. Game over, man. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's great. First of all, do you like Aliens? Yeah, love it. Um, the to me the mem- the original is sort of more memorable, probably for the jo- Jonathan Hurt. I forget, mm-hmm. get my hurts mixed up when William the- Hurt. No, no Jonathan, it is, you're it right. Jonathan. You're right. Um, when the alien pops out of his belly, I yes. mean everybody, you know, much copied, much lampooned. But this was a better movie. This was also action. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, do you remember the little girl that she found who had been living in the? And the pipes of the system. See, I don't remember, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, well, like all of that stuff, like there's the Ripley as a mother. That's who she's saying, take your hands off her. I'm misquoting the line, you know, at mm-hmm. the end when she mm-hmm. shows up in that body armor, fucking moving thingy, mm-hmm. right? Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Like if that isn't one of like the general, would you care to step outside scenes? Like the, right. you know, the chills just up, mm-hmm. up. Aliens was nominated for seven Academy Awards, including Best Actress, Best Original Score, Best Sound, Best Film Editing, and Best art direction at one for sound editing and visual effects she's ripley anyone else playing that character it's not the same can you picture like sharon stone no. as ripley no iconic right you know what's you know what's funny sharon stone so here's an example of this yep. you ever see the movie the quick and the dead another sam raimi movie don't think i saw that uh, it's good Gene i know Hackman, it's a western leonardo right? dicaprio yeah. russell crowe mm-hmm. like an amazing cast but sharon stone Mm-hmm. is the main player of supposed to be this badass gunfighter right. women. Right. And she ruins that fucking movie <laughs> because it's her. Yep. Sigourney Weaver would have been awesome yep. as that character. Just an example. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's Can get I get the, the drum, drum roll? roll or no? All right. Here we go. Terminator 2. Oh. Judgment Day. It's a good choice. Yes. Yes. So the original, obviously an all-timer, right? A classic. One of those movies that ages really well and could be seen countless times. But again, For sure. Schwarzenegger's kind of breakthrough performance right. as an actor, right? But this time, the, the ante's upped. The effects, like if you watch Terminator now, the effects kind of don't look the same. Right. Right. And here we go with the Guns N' Roses, You Could Be Mine, which it's is a great, such a way to great kick it song. Off. Yep. Great song from the movie. Right. Um, do you remember when in the movie this came? See if you really know your deep, deep cut knowledge. I here. seem to remember the. Young John Connor stealing a motorcycle and taking off, and it was a chase scene. Am I well, close? it started with him at the ATM with his buddy. Oh yeah, with trying to use the scams. codes. Yeah, right. yes, yeah. but yes, you're absolutely 100. percent Okay. Right. Yep. Okay. Wow. Impressive. Thank you. Um, the original Terminator this time is sent back in time to help Sarah and John Connor fight a new and even more dangerous model determined to kill them and take over the future from the machines. Action in this. Fantastic. Yeah. It's some of the best action I've ever seen. Yeah. Still. And you still haven't mentioned the 
the technical innovation. Oh of the my movie. god! Yeah, yeah. I, I mean the metal, liquid metal. Yeah, the the new the new Terminator. I don't know. I forget what you call him. Right. The but... T. No, the three thousand is Arnold. Uh, what is it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, right. I don't know. But yeah, he the the whole point was at at this point in the movie the the killer robot from the first movie played by Arnold is back, but strangely as a good guy. And but there's a new, more technically advanced one, and this one can make. You can make stabbing weapons. And he can also turn into another dude, right? You can. You, sorry, I don't want to step on you. Yeah, no, no, no. Info. Go ahead. Got, Keep going. Yeah, he can. He can turn into you. And so there's a f- famous scene where he he turns into the exact likeness of the security guard, and the two of them are looking. Into him, yeah. yeah, they're looking at each other. I later found out that those are they're those twins, are identical twins. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. In his absolute prime, he kicks major. Major ass in this movie. Do you remember the line? You just can't go around killing people. Why? Because you can't. Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the a lot of the lines that people think were in the first movie are actually in the second movie. Yes. Like you're like um, hasta la vista, baby. Right. That's, yeah, that's, in, that's that's from the two. second movie. That's right. too. He yeah. teaches him how to say that over when to say it to tell someone as he says to to shine him. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> This is a great pick. I'll tell you why, but yeah. I want you to finish it. Well, you, I was just gonna say, go like, it's such a it's such a shame that the the corresponding Terminators, although we have a new one coming out with James Cameron involved, of course we do. That I have hopes for, but they've all sucked. Yeah, no, th- this first one was great. This one, I'll I'll Phenomenal. say right away that this one was better. I agree, and better. It, not only that, but I I went back and you know, I, like you, I try to show my children the classics, yes. and so. Uh, three or four years ago, I broke out Terminator for Griffin and a couple of his friends. He was so he was you know whatever fourteen, fifteen years old at the time. Like and they liked it but didn't love it. And you know what? I, they didn't I, love it. I, I, it'll sound like heresy, but the first movie doesn't, it's, in my opinion, doesn't hold up quite as well as the second one. It, it the first one moves slower. It's darker. Still a great movie, mm-hmm. but the second one turned it into like to me double the action movie, like double the fun. Uh, Ed Furlong as Edward Furlong as the kid is maybe not the best kid actor in the world, but no. he, but but Linda Hamilton is is unbelievable, again. unbelievable. And then the breakout performance by I don't know what the actor is, but that new Terminator that turns into all kinds. What of is shit. his name? Because he's been uh, in so much stuff since yeah, he popped up in the Sopranos. Yes, as, as, as the, uh, his, the, the athletic store owner, the athletic store owner with the gambling <laughs> problem. Yeah. Oh, this ex- is, I can't believe I don't know his name. Exactly. No, it's all right. We'll find it. Um, but, Copland, he was in. He was in a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the mustache, cheesy mustache in, in Copland, um, and then famously lampooned in Wayne's World, where <laughs> Wayne gets pulled yes, over by the yes. he, by him. It's the same right. guy, Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick who plays the T one thousand robot in this movie. So, oh my god, yeah. so so great cool. pick. All right, moving on. Number six, All it's right. the Dark Knight. Ooh, yep. The Dark Knight. We didn't get the drum roll in time. Yeah, but, but, but you get it. Uh, Batman <laughs> Begins, Christopher Nolan, took a new, darker look at the Batman story. Um, even darker than the Michael Keaton ones, and obviously the, the TV show in the in the 60s. It was really shot in the arm the character needed, right? After the Batman and Robin disaster of that movie with oh fucking boy. George Clooney and the bat nipples Chris and all O'Donnell, that nonsense. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Uh, this was real, plausible, and and grounded in reality is best way I could say it. Um, as much uh, go real? ahead. You said real, so it's based on a true story. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> it, felt it could real. be. <laughs> it felt like it could have been. Yeah. Um, as much as I love that movie and Liam Neeson in the first one as Razal Ghul, mm. Razal Ghul is no fucking Joker. 
Yeah. Right. And yeah. this is where you got the Joker with Heath Ledger in a performance for the ages. I Je- still look yeah. up clips of him as the Joker on YouTube just to watch him. Generation of fans love him and don't really remember when he was alive. That's how scary it is. You know? Really? He's been dead for more than 10 years. Yeah, 10 years? 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, I mean, look, the new Joaquin Phoenix Joker coming out looks, looks great. great. <laughs> looks great. And maybe he'll be the Joker that we all remember. But until then, it's Heath Ledger's throne, right? Yeah. And this movie was all about it. The stakes are really high as this one. As Batman even has his love die. People forget that. Oh, yeah. No, I hated that character. The, the uh, what's her, what, Jake Gyllenhaal's sister? Yes, there? <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Maggie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she dies when the Batman is given the Hobbs the choice. choice of yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, the choice. Yeah, by the way, Heath Ledger died in two thousand eight, January two thousand. Oh my god! Yeah, it's been eleven years. Holy more than 11 crap! Years. Yeah. Um. So stakes are really high. You know, awesome set pieces. The whole Batman Joker chase with Commissioner Gordon in the streets and then yeah. hit me, hit me as he's coming. Like he knows Joker's what Batman's one rule is he mm-hmm. doesn't kill. And the Joker uses that, yeah, right against him. Gary Oldman as a, as, as a Commissioner Gordon, yeah, amazing. Yeah. And even even I don't remember the names of the actor, but as Two Face, as oh, Harvey yeah. Dent, um, what is his name? Another actor like Robert Patrick. We should have known. We should know. Yeah, as movie dorks, uh, I should know. He, that guy's in everything. Right, he's in everything. Yeah, I'll find it. Um, but this is like to me one of the all time superhero movies. And I think it's even better than a superhero movie. It's like a it's like a real drama, for as much as a Batman movie mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm. Listen to that music. Oh my god! It's nice. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I. This is a great pick. I. When this came out, Aaron Eckhart is the guy. Aaron Eckhart. Name, yes. Yeah. Yes. He's in like everything. Yeah. I know. It, but I always forget his name. Um, when I heard this mo- this movie was coming, for some reason, I I might have completely missed the f- first one. Like when it came out, I might have been in really. What was I doing at the time? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But then I kind of caught these both on cable or after the fact or whatever, however we were watching video back then. And my first reaction was, why do we need a darker, even darker version of Batman? You know, I mean, the first half of that, the the Michael Keaton and and its progeny movies. We're, we're very good, I thought. Batman 1 and 2 with, the, you know, Nicholson was uh, un- unreal. And it's like, why try to top that? But they, they, I don't they know did they, it. I don't know if they topped it, but it was, it, it, at, at worst, it's a worthy, worthy entry. Like, how do you top Nicholson in as the Joker? Well, you make him even darker and deeper, and you put a different spin on him. And I'm not. Uh, this is the, this is like Captain Obvious. Heath Ledger is otherworldly in this movie. Oh, otherworldly. You can't take your eyes off. Him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Better than the original. Yes. Yes. For me, I for agree sure. with you yeah. too. Yeah. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. This is gonna get real dorky. You might. I oh, hope boy. you know this movie. One of my all-time favorites, Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Khan! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you said that makes me very, very happy. Yeah. Um, Remember it well. Yes. Yep. As a huge Star Trek fan, I hate to say this statement I'm about to say, but the first Star Trek movie fucking sucked. It was weird. It was best. weird. It's yeah. not what we wanted. Right. Boring. Long. 
but was successful because it was Star Trek. And people were like, yeah, I get to see Kirk and Spock and Scotty and all, you know, and Bones and the crew all over again. Yeah, no one knew they were going to make a movie. This was, this was in an age before they rebooted and re-brought back everything. Correct. And it was just a beloved TV show. Correct. And it's like, wow, we get to see what they look like now. Yes. Yeah. But Star Trek 2? Right. 100% certified Ed Tomatoes fresh. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a number of reasons. But it starts and ends with Ricardo fucking Maltaban. Yeah. As Khan. Yeah. Go ahead. Go, yeah. You got a clip. To, let's go. Yeah, here we go. This is um you you narrated. All right, I so they're on it. they're on planet Genesis that was made from the Project Genesis. Kirk just shoots the slug that was in Chekhov's ear that got his mind. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> and he's here and they're stuck on this planet. Khan, bloodsucker. Kirk, you're still alive. Still, old friends. So good. <laughs> keep you managed to kill just about everyone else, but like a poor marksman, you keep, keep missing the, the target. <laughs> keep going. Khan's got the villain's version of a mullet right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the fake ripped chest. Yeah. Perhaps I no longer need to try. Now they're taking the Genesis. They're beaming it oh, all no, over. They're going crazy. Gotta wait for the money from sure. this. Yeah. We got time. Khan, you've got Genesis. But you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. You're going to have to come down here. I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. I've hurt you. <laughs> I can quote And I wish to go on. I shall leave you as you left me, as you left her, marooned for all eternity. His wife is the center of a dead planet, buried alive, buried alive. Come! Here it is. <laughs> Unforgettable. Uh, his yeah. battle for revenge with Kirk in this movie makes this the best Star Trek movie ever. Ever. Uh, he's also the best villain that's ever appeared on Star Trek. Do you know that in one of the more recent remakes, the J.J. Abrams one, they had Benedict yep. Cumberbatch oh, as Lord. Khan? Yeah. There will only be one. Yeah. <laughs> and it is Ricardo fucking Maltobon. It was an interesting choice because, you know, he was probably coming off of, he's best known for Fantasy course, Island. Fantasy yeah. Island. And he's kind of a, he was perfect for that role, just kind of, you know, charming, smooth Mr. Rourke. Um, but there was something kind of, uh, I don't know if laughable is the right word. He was sort of a parody of himself, but this was a perfect choice for this for a Star Trek villain. Yeah. Papshmir. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot he played Papshmir in uh, Naked, Naked Gun. Gun. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, Mr. Drabin, uh, <laughs> impervious to everything except water. I didn't do it very well, but yeah. Now, you forget in this movie, not only do we have Khan and his fucking Khanishness, <laughs> Spock dies. Oh, yeah. People forget at the end of this movie. Hell of a thing when Spock died. And do you remember <laughs> that scene where Spock's sacrificing I was, himself? 
I was channeling either Jerry or George right. from Seinfeld. Because <laughs> yeah. this is, this is, but this, do you remember that this, scene? No, I actually don't. I don't. It's very emotional. Yeah. Like Spock sacrifices himself in the engine to save the ship and save yep. everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. And he puts his hand as he's dying on the glass. And Kirk does the, the Vulcan symbol with him on top of it. Yeah. And he, Spock says, I am and always will be your friend. Mm. Like get the goosebumps. Like yeah. thinking about that. Unbelievable. All right. Better than the original. Yes. Definitely, yes. Yeah, I don't okay. remember actually that much about the original. This one is remembered better. Yeah, oh, man, absolutely. Yep. All right, mm-hmm. number four is, again, one of my all-time... We're only up to number four? Yeah. <laughs> my all-time favorite All right. movie. I Sorry. I know, I'm just kidding. Is, uh, is one that you might not have seen. Evil Dead 2. Uh, seen I've it? Seen, well, I've seen parts of it. We, we used to do a podcast on Pod 617 called Fright Night with my uncle John O'Neill, who's a, uh-huh. who's a, and it was the first movie that he broke down. And um, so I know a few things about it, including the fact that this, it it was uh, sort of genre bending in one of the first movie uh, horror movies that had an element of humor and yes. unpredictableness. Yes. Yep. All right. The first Evil Dead, again, here's where Sam Raimi comes back after Spider-Man 2. Two appearances by the director Sam Raimi on my list. Evil Dead, the first one, was cheaply made. And while great, it shows now. You can tell. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of that. Evil Dead 2 is, in essence, a remake of Evil Dead. Right. But with more budget. Right. And this is... A better story, better performance, but this movie, more importantly, gives us, and I say this in as big a words as I can, Mm -hmm. Ash fucking Williams, (laughs) who is one of the single greatest characters, in my opinion, Bruce Campbell, in movie history. This time, he's no longer the hapless victim of evil forces just trying to stay alive. Now he's the badass, Mm -hmm. one-liner, delivering hero we goddamn deserve Mm -hmm. and need, (laughs) need. Yes. This yeah, movie, he, like, go ahead. He, no, he's he is, is similar to the dude who played Flash Gordon. Um, it's not as if this Sam movie, Jones. Sam Jones, yeah. will be forever known for that role. Yes, as I understand it, because I, I for a short for a while I followed Bruce Campbell on Twitter, and um, it's all about that. It's all yeah. about Ash. Yeah, well, because everyone loves Ash. Yeah, but he's been in a shitload of other movies, tons. But, but yeah, but and a lot of Sam yeah. Raimi movies. He's been in all the Spider Mans, you know. He has yeah, a I cameo remember. in all of them. Yeah, he was the the wrestling. He was the one who who gave Spider Man his name. That's actually. right. He that's says right. Very he true. Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. The special effects are way better. The dialogue ten thousand times better too. The fact that for at least thirty minutes of this movie, there's one character. It's just Ash. Really? Yeah. His girlfriend gets killed within minutes of the movie starting. Oh, okay. And it's him with little to no dialogue in a remote cabin in the woods. And some of the best scenes in the whole movie are that. Mm. And it's just him. Do you remember, if you haven't seen it, it's him. I've seen parts like of the, it. Like the, the furniture and the, the, head, the deer head and all the lamps start laughing at him as possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's laughing back all mm-hmm. insane. And like he has to <laughs> chop off his hand. Like oh, the boy. humor there is like yeah. his hands, he fights his hand for a little his bit that's possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he I captures it yep. under a, a can and puts the book on top of it. And the book is a farewell to arms. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But there's like, I mean, one liners like when he puts yep. the when he figures out the chainsaw That's hand right. and he goes groovy, right? Yeah. Or when the demon's saying, "I'll swallow your soul, I'll swallow your soul," and he takes this fucking shotgun and goes, "Swallow this!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, amazing! I know yeah. I can't dork out about it as much. You really have to watch this again. I'll go back. Ash versus Evil Dead, the TV series, by the way, oh, yeah. is totally worth your watching. Really? Yes. Okay. It's amazing. All right. Better than the original. With, with Bruce Campbell. With Bruce Campbell. 
Well, yeah, from uh, my limited information, I'd say yes for yes, sure. Definitely and, and, and yes. In the, in, the, in the pop culture, you know, chapters of uh, pop culture. Well said, Dave. Um, it is. It is considered. This is considered one of the best sequels ever for the ever. reasons that yeah. Ever. Yeah, okay. Number three appeared on my top five movies of all time list. Oh, that wasn't a very good drum roll. That was no. just the best. Oh, here we go. Superman 2. Oh. Not you knew to... this was coming. If yep. you know me, if you're a fan of the show, you uh, knew yeah. this was coming. Yeah. Much like the case with Star Trek, it really kills me to say the original Superman isn't that great of a movie. You might disagree with me. Mm, how dare you? Do you disagree? <laughs> uh, no, uh, yes. Uh, I have to disagree. Okay. I think the original Superman was... Uh, fun. It's it's not like uh, it's not Citizen Kane here, people. But it's you know told the story nicely, told the origin story nicely. I like the first yeah. one, but I might agree with you on whether this is better. So go ahead. So Gene Hackman in the first one was awesome as yeah. Lex Luthor, but we got him in this one too. Um, but he's still I never was a Luthor as a good villain because he's a human after all, mm-hmm. right? Um, the the difference here is that not only you have a great villain with equal powers, but you got fucking three of them, right? Mm-hmm. You have General Zod, Ursa, Non, three Kryptonians with the same powers as Superman. Now that's a match and fucking then some. This movie is exciting, campy. The action sequence are amazing, still hold up today. They still do. I said this before and I'll say it again. Terrence Stamp as General Zod is one of not just the great villain performances ever, the best villains, or best movie performances ever. Here you go, Dave. Tee it up. Uh, the funny thing is, I think we've played this clip yeah. before in your podcast. I don't care. Play it, it again. I don't care either. In worshipping things that fly. Good. <laughs> He's the best. Rise before Zod. He's talking to the what he thinks is the President of the United States. No. Kneel before Zod. John Williams score tremendous. Really? Yep. That's you are not the president. No one who leads so many could possibly kneel so quickly. I'm the man they're protecting. And the real president emerges. I'm the president. E.G. Marshall. Yes. <laughs> I'll kneel before you if it will save lives. It will. Starting with your own. president tells the other guy to get up. <laughs> the other guy's like, yeah. we don't need you, buddy. What I do now, I do for the sake of the people of the world. But there is one man here on earth who will never kneel before you. Who is this imbecile? <laughs> Where is he? So great. I wish I knew. He's on his honeymoon. That's right. Oh, God. Zod. <laughs> oh, the greatest it's changes. so great yeah like his delivery his mannerisms like the obnoxiousness so the, the other, other day I, the other thing i thought was always cool just before i forget that one of the great cool connections from one movie f- to its sequel is were you already going to say this no, no go. Uh, I, yeah the, I, on my part no there's a great scene in superman one and brando with, with right yeah. with marlon brando where they are dealing with three vicious criminals who were there who are being temporarily held in this 
really the cool zone. weird no but uh, remember that ringy thing that they yes. the, the, yeah. two, the, <laughs> the two the rings two hula on top. Hoops? Yes. it was yeah. mesmerizing <laughs> you couldn't stop looking at those hula hoops and then they get cast into space in this terrible weird torturous uh you know different dimension like um I don't know what it looked. It looked like uh, uh, just a big piece of glass. The two pieces of glass. The Phantom Zone. It's called the Phantom yeah. Zone. Okay, and they get cast into space, and you and you never hear from them again in the movie. And you think that. Do you remember cool the line say. that General Zod was screaming as he was put into the no. Phantom Zone? Is, what did he say? You will bow down before me, Jor-El. <laughs> you, and then one day, you're What? So, <laughs> do you really think they were planning on? Yes. So Richard Donner, Richard really? Donner had planned out the first two. Wow! With that being the second, that's great because I always yes. have fights with my cousins about how George Lucas wrapped up Star no, Wars. That was totally intended. What was this? Uh, was this, this was intended? Yes, yeah, yeah, this yeah. was totally okay, intended. Great. This movie, I mean, Chill City. So you mentioned, like, we've talked about this before. Why Superman had to give up his powers to have sex with Lois Lane? <laughs> yeah. Again, the physics of it can make my brain explode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the scene. Where everyone, like, Lois thinks he can't be Superman anymore. He gave up his powers. Do you remember? They're in Metropolis, and they take over the Daily Planet. Right. They're going there to find Superman after this, and we hear that there's a Superman, and all of a sudden, they're like, you know, they have everyone there. Lex Luthor's like, you know, well, he's the, she's the next best thing. If you take Lois Lane, he'll keep coming. And all of a sudden, you hear that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the, yeah. the newspaper starts to fly away, yep. and he appears right before the fucking window. And, and he says, does that great thing where he's not even flying. He's just right, levitating yeah, slowly exactly. up and slowly appears. Goes, yeah. General, would you care to step outside? Yes. <laughs> And people go, Superman. And Lex Luthor says, Superman. Oh, thank God. I mean, get him. Right, exactly. (laughs) And also, one other loan I have to quit. So they're fighting in Metropolis. They're having this huge fight. Everyone down below is watching. Mm -hmm. This is typical 80s. You see the cabbie pulls his car over to the side. This is one of the classic throwaway lines. Puts his park, gets out, and goes, man, this is going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) That was was, kind of 80s movie trope that I think got lost is having – the the person the non-star person having a cameo but it's just a memorable line of some some bypasser who is trying to figure out what the hell is going on um the only one i could think of is the third indiana jones movie where he's indian indy is frantically smashing trying to smash through the floor of this library and the librarian has a little stamp thing that he's stamping books with and every time indy hits the floor vigorously the the, he hits the stamp. <laughs> That's right, so he yes. thinks he's making the noise. He's like, <laughs> that was actually and, really good comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but <laughs> so occasionally like the throw in like someone that has nothing to do with anything and they just make the fun, the funny little, uh, you know, comment. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Yep. At the, best. the best. And of course I, at least once a week, I'm not kidding when I say this, watch the scene at mm-hmm. the end. I look it up on YouTube every time <laughs> it's called greatest scene in Superman history. Yeah. And it's when he thinks that he tricked Superman into giving up his powers. He outsmarts right. uh, and he goes, Luthor. Yeah. And now, finally, take my hand and swear eternal loyalty to Zod. And then you hear the, <laughs> the crunching of his hand. Yep. And he goes, and then Gene, Gene Hackman's like, he tricked them. He right. was safe in there while the lights were on out here. I know. For the <laughs> oh, viewers God. that might have missed it. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, no, so that was good. it was it was genuinely surprising. It was one of the it was one of the great, you know, you don't have like surprise endings too often in action movies and he's right, he's shaking his hands like, "Wait, why is Zod's hand getting crunched? Right. Why isn't it happening the other way?" And it's like, "Oh my god, yeah. yeah. He did it." Yeah, as especially as a kid 
those things were kind of oh. so cool. It's like, oh my god! It's like you grabbed your friend next to you, go, right. oh my god! You see what he did? <laughs> so and cool! He did the thing right again. Oh, yeah. So cool! Yeah. Yeah. Better than the original. I'll say yes. Now you've convinced me. hundred yeah. percent. A lot yes. of great All moments. Right, we got in this two one. left. I know. Okay. No, we're good. diving yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. All right, number two. There it is. All right, is the Godfather Part Two? And you knew it was coming. It belongs on this it list. It belongs hundred percent. Yeah. As I stated in prior posts, podcasts, whatever, I'm a huge <laughs> mob guy. Love the mob movies. I love the Sopranos. Goodfellas is in my top five movies ever. And obviously, The Godfather is up there in the anthology of great mob. Some might say it's the best. Oh, I think forced to choose. Right. Most would say Godfather is the best. Right. Yeah. I would argue Godfather 2 is, is a worthy, worthy sequel. Some might even say Better. better. Someone say better. better. Um, it's the parallels here of young Vito Corleone and Michael as a now, you know, basically gone into the mob is tremendous. So you've got De Niro as young Vito, right? In- Which is, yeah, it's it, for those that don't know, and I don't know who the yeah, hell you ahead. are, but yeah, the, the, right. the, the God, Godfather Part Two introduced something that didn't exist in the first movie, and that's flashbacks. And it, they figured out a way to use Robert De Niro because he had read for lines That's in, right. for, or to, to be cast in the original Godfather. And it's like, how do you not put Robert De Niro in the Godfather? Well, um, Francis Ford Coppola is like, well, I, I have a plan. I'm going to put him in the second one. And not only that, he plays young, the Marlon Brando character. Correct. Vito Corleone. And beautifully. It's all Italian. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean it's all Italian? His part. It's all speaking Italian. Oh, he Italian. only speaks Italian with the subtitles. The subtitles. Do you know that... Gives rise to one of the most fun uh, Academy Award trivia questions. You know what it is? What is it? It's the only time two different actors have portrayed the same fictional character and, and been both, nominated. both won. Wow, that's they both fascinating. Won, yeah, they both won Oscar that makes for, sense. I just yeah. never thought about I know, it. Right? Right. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. So, obviously, if you've seen the movie, I say obviously, and again, if you haven't, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> but Fredo betraying Michael is really the core of this movie, yeah. right? It's That's what's happening. Um, but. There's so much beautiful filmmaking, so many iconic scenes. The I knew it was you, you know, like, uh, you know, right. You broke my heart. Um, The landlord scene where he realizes, do you remember this? Where Vito is the is like the new gangster Mm -hmm. and he tries to kiss him off and then he comes back. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. I know. (laughs) I I remember that scene. Yeah. He ends up. He ends up coming back and offering him right. more money than, than <laughs> exactly. young Vito was even asking for because <laughs> exactly. he's so fucking scared at this point. It's just so brilliant. Um, look, this movie is... I was trying to cue up Guns N' Roses' version of the Godfather theme, Ed. Slash is still doing Slash things, though. Who's Sorry, it's coming. My breakout star of this movie... Go ahead. Hyman Roth. <laughs> everybody have some cake. There's a piece for everybody. <laughs> It's <laughs> a great little scene. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I mean, he's best known. Hyman Roth character, I think, is best known for what line? This is the business. Oh, we have, we have chosen. chosen. We, right. Yes. This, yeah. Yeah. This is the business we were chosen. Yes. And then the most memorable line about Hyman Roth is from Frankie Pantangeli, which, by the way, so. <laughs> Frankie so, Pantangeli. Oh, yes. You know, uh, I remember they said uh, uh, that they would. Let me out of prison, so Michael Corleone. This is Michael Corleone. That lies, all lies. But then he says, "Your your father knew Hyman Roth. He worked with Hyman Roth. 
But he never trusted Ivan Correct. Roth. Yeah. Correct. And Michael learned Gigi. that lesson. La Bota. Right. Yes. Sorry, I like Frankie Pantano. Yeah. Who was only in the movie because um, the guy who played Clemenza in the first movie like wanted more money. And is they that were, right? Yeah, which is weird because he wasn't even, it's not like he was a star. I mean, it's an important part of it. So they needed another. But they had young Clemenza. In Godfather in, too. Oh, of course, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, the character, yeah. uh, they somehow wrote around it, but so I think they created Pantangeli to fill that void, and it was great. That that guy was great. Yeah. They bring back just, his brother in the in the in the hearing. <laughs> That's oh, right. It doesn't say anything. Just sits there. Right. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Just so fucking cool. So cool. All right. Better than the original. I'd say yes. With the only nuance being as a, as a, like you and I didn't see this. We're we're not. We're old. Yes. But we're not old enough to have seen this no, in the No, I did not see theater, it in the Because this one, I think, came out in 72, I want to say. Or 70, whatever. Um, and so having seen him on video, my only nuance is the, the line, bet- and this is a compliment to, to Coppola, the line between one and two is so blurry. It One, two, f- there's never been a sequel that I felt more like a worthy continuation of one. They're both equally great they both won best picture which Correct. is probably the, 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 only, the time only time that's that that's ever yeah. happened yeah and then the only bummer thing was number three sucked eggs but yeah what are you gonna do? i actually don't <laughs> think it's as bad as people think it is i don't it's not nearly as good as the other two if it weren't measured up against the first two it would probably be like yeah that was a good movie i right. like that movie but andy garcia kind of is pretty good in that movie it just didn't feel godfathery no like number right. two felt exactly like number right. one Right. And you know what pushes number two over the top? The De Niro scenes. Yes. They're just so amazing. So you see so how good. he became a gangster, you know? Right. And he, well, and he, com- young Clemenza tricks him to go. He thinks he's going to b- move a rug. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> Talk about casting, too. Young Clemenza played by. Yes. Oh, what is his name? He's from. He was just in. Um, oh, my God. Uh, the, the Johnny Depp one. Donnie Brasco. He's Donnie in. Brasco. He was also in City, City Slickers. Slickers. Yes. What is this? Bruno. Yeah. Come on. Ah! Come on. With a K. Uh, Bruno. Bruno Kirby. Bruno Kirby. Yeah. Yes. Credited yes. as as a, with a different name in this movie, by the way. In Godfather Part Two, he later became Bruno. And then sadly, he died of cancer. Too. Did he really? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, we miss him, Bruno. Definitely. All right. We're at number one. It's Star Wars. The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> The finest sequel ever made, in my Should've opinion. Should have known this. Should have known this. Look, I am an unabashed Star Wars dork, um, and I love New Hope. I'm not shitting on New Hope, mm-hmm. uh, like I did Evil Dead, the first one, for example. Mm-hmm. But Empire is the best Star Wars movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Any true Star Wars fan will tell you that. So many reasons: the Hoth battles, oh, right? Yeah. The Wampa, Cloud City, Lando. Lando. This is where we get to see Lando. Is, he, is he coming back, by the way? He is. I just saw Billy D. Williams. I happen to catch an episode of Modern Family where Billy D. Williams pops up playing playing poker. So you with haven't the seen Al the new trailer for the new movie? Maybe I haven't. He appears uh, in it just laughing, driving the Falcon oh, with Chewie. So great to have Lando and I, back. I like almost cried for that second there. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, As Peter Griffin would say, strangely, the only black person in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed since, obviously. It has, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yoda, Darth being Luke's father. Yoda's first movie. Yep. Right. Dark Darth. Right. Yep. That's revealed. You know what yep. else is in this movie? Probably the single greatest two words ever uttered in movie history. I got it. Wait. Um, I know. That's right. <laughs> the most gangster 
<laughs> gangster line ever. She's for the listeners, right, yeah. yeah. Confessing her love, Princess Leia is Han's about to be frozen or maybe even killed. They right. don't know if he's gonna survive this. And she just says, I love you. And he goes, I know. It was improv. Did yes. you know that? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they had they had shot it like ten different times. He was supposed to say, I love you too, I think. Right. Or, yes. or, or yeah. pretty close to that. And Every time it's they, so yeah, fast. every time they did it, it, just didn't feel right. So he said, "Harrison Ford, get you know, get in there and just do it again." And, and I think Harrison Ford might have been like, "Fuck it, I'm going to mix it up." And it comes, it, it's a, it's a fantastic line, fantastic line. Like, could there be many? Like, did that cement Han Solo as like the coolest motherfucker ever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, I don't know. Did you take it? You didn't take it as a as a fuck you, did no. you? No, I took no. It, I took it as. In a like way, they've been having this thing for all this time. Yeah, it was in right. a good way. Yeah, in, in a way, underneath it, it was "I love you too." Yes. but but he wasn't gonna right. be the mushball to say right. that. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. It was yeah. so cool. Yeah, so aren't, cool. aren't there like mugs that on one I side have them. say I, "Oh, so I, my, they there say? were two. My so, okay. one is a picture of Leia on the other one. It says "I love you." That yep. Heather has my wife. Right, and mine says "Han." On it says "I know." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love they that. also have his and her towels, which I've considered <laughs> buying. That says, "I love you," and I know, <laughs> I know, I have a problem. I um, yep. Of course, we also can't forget Boba Fett's first appearance. Yeah. Right, was in this movie. This is dark stuff for Star Wars. It ends with yeah. Han Solo frozen, being delivered to Jabba, Luke's hand severed, the revelation Vader's his father. Not happy. Yep. Not happy. But this has so many cool things going for it. The Luke, the Han and Leia. You forget in Hoth, uh, like I'd rather Chris, you know, kiss a scruffy looking nerf no, herd or whatever. No, what is it? I just, <laughs> I just assume. <laughs> what I is just it? Just assume kiss a Wookie. I can arrange right, that exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Um, and then as he's walking away, you could use a good kiss. Right. <laughs> the Luke training montage with Yoda. Yeah. Great stuff. The introduction of the Adat Walkers. Yeah. Right. That I'm whole picturing scene. Yoda on literally on uh, Luke's shoulders as right. he's as he's running through. Right, or which leads to have you ever seen the seagulls video that they did for that? Yeah, for some reason it gives me the creeps. It's it's, it's funny, <laughs> it's like it's hysterical. It's a lip dub, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, bad lip reading video, <laughs> and Yoda keeps falling down saying "damn seagulls." Uh, for some reason it gives me. Creeps. I don't know why, but it makes me laugh really hard. <laughs> well, it is fun. Um, this is. I don't think not just Star Wars. I'm going to say, like, as I said, one of my top five movies ever. Yeah. Ever. It's perfect. I I didn't, like, in the in the years after those first three movies came out, I didn't consider it my favorite. I considered the third one my favorite. And But in looking back, the reason why I did that is because it was painful. Well, first of all, you're not even saying it's the, well, you are saying it's the best. It's on the sequel list, though. Yes. Um, but. Um, uh, I love Return of the Jedi. It was painful because. I I looked at it as a story arc, and I looked at the first movie wrapped up, and could have been its own thing. They got the medal, you know, uh, Han and and um, Chewbacca and Luke get the medals at the end with the princess, right? And there are the droids, and everybody's happy, and it's over, and we blew up the Death Star. But um, this one was properly like a bridge from one movie to the next. The movie ends. That, I guess that's why I didn't like about it as a kid. It doesn't have a happy ending, right? No. It doesn't have a happy ending, no. but but I've, come, but I've come to appreciate it. And you make a great case. The, the The production value of this movie was twice what it was for the twice. first one. Do you remember? And, I remember watching this in the theaters and yeah. seeing that Hoth battle yeah. and being like, all right, I know what I'm doing now for the next year and what I'm playing with. And, <laughs> right, right, you know? right, right. 
Yeah, not only that, well, and I recently saw a documentary about this, and it should come as no surprise to hear that Lucas had to sort of scratch and claw to get Star Wars made because in the past, sci-fi movies were not like this at all. They were no. they were cheesy. They didn't really have good storylines. The special effects were horrible. Star Wars ushered in a completely new uh, generation, but the, the, the success of Star Wars and all the merchandising and everything else allowed him to go apeshit on the second movie. with the spe- At the time, those special effects were, like you say, those huge snow-walking things. Um, yeah, that scene where uh, they battle those things and have to figure out creative ways to defeat them. The right. scene where, where Luke, Luke... Yeah, and Luke runs back and saves his buddy just before that huge steel foot comes down. Yes! Brilliant. And the other thing I just want to say before you move on is there was never more anticipation for a movie than there was for this, and, and it delivered. I remember being in the theater... And, you know, packed theater, you, you know, you had to have a whole strategy and when you were going to buy the tickets and everything. There was such anticipation in there. And then Luke comes up on his Tauntaun, but you don't know who it is yet because he's got the helmet on. He takes the helmet off. So remember and, this. And the he, applause. And he, and he, yes, yes. The theater erupted in applause. <laughs> yes, it's yes. like, I can't remember another thing like that happening in the movies. Um, it, it may, uh, except maybe for what, what's the most recent incarnation the one where Han is basically the main. I'm talking these recent J.J. Abrams oh, Force movies. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yes. That there was there was there might have been some cheering in that one too because oh, it definitely had been so was. long. I was one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but um but Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Just um classic. 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 Yep. So obviously better than the original. Uh, yeah. It, over the years, I've come to appreciate. You'd, you'd be stupid not to say it's better than the original. Just I mean, for the production value alone, it was twice, and the the first one. Is still great. Still has a place in my heart. A new hope, definitely. But it wasn't as well acted as this movie. There, yes. there are genuinely some bad acting moments from Mark Hamill. But I was gonna go get some power converters, you know. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh boy, that was that was uh, a little dicey there. I have to finish with like, my favorite quote. Go ahead. When Vader and Luke were fighting in the uh, the the, uh, the Cloud City carbonite room, yeah. And he says, "Obi Wan has taught you well." Yeah. But you are not a Jedi yet. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of—it's like a disembodied voice, right? Like you don't—is it? Or um, there are moments in that fight scene where you hear his voice, yes. and you don't see him, and it's so yes. haunting. Yeah, ah, oh, the best. Yeah. All right, there you have it—the list worthy of the top ten sequels I'm, of all time. I'm trying to think of something you left out. I can actually. There's one you left out that I'll oh. add as a footnote: uh, the second Die Hard movie. Excellent. Yeah, it was excellent. And the reason why is they they rather than try to like recycle the whole thing of John McClane fighting off terrorists in a uh, skyscraper, they took a, there was a book that they adapted and just inserted John McClane as the hero. Right, this terrorist thing happening at this airport. And uh, featuring that, the the what was the 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 sidekick there in that one? What was his name? You're not talking about the black dude, are you? No. no. Oh, it, what, it was uh, the guy from the TV series later on, like NYPD Blue or something. Oh, yeah. But... He, he was uh, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Franz. Yes, Dennis Franz, yes. Yeah, as the bumbling cop. Right. Yeah, yeah. He later played uh, Bunce, Norman Bunce, on, and then later uh, Sipowitz on NYPD Blue. Sorry, Bunce was on uh, Hill Street Blues. I'm go- going way too deep down the rabbit hole here. But um, but that's if you haven't seen Die Hard 2, it's just um, it's Outstanding. great. Outstanding. And also a nice little performance from John Amos, JJ's father from Good that's, Times. Oh, when he died on that show, <laughs> it got me. I remember that. Yeah, Sorry Florence, to go down no. this random show. Florence but, gets a telegram. Yes. I cried. Yeah. Uh, Florence did one of those like wobbly moments. She was so <laughs> overcome. With, that was a very special Good yes, Times. Yes, it was. That and the one where JJ gets shot on the street, which, which oh. actually happened. It's a good show. All right. 
There you have it. <laughs> there you have it. Until next time. Ed no Nathanson way. on LinkedIn. Okay, at Ed Nathanson on Twitter. At are you not entertained on Instagram. At Ed underscore Nathanson on Instagram. Redpilltalent.com. Are you not entertained? Are you, are you, are you not entertained? <laughs> Come on!